Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. And uh, well, I don't know why I can't see myself right now, but uh, it's okay. No problem at all. We'll fix that. We'll fix that camera right away. Um, well, we have to talk about the United States men's team. Apparently, there is an injury update. Injury update, ladies and gentlemen. Also, uh, Reggie Cannon. We got to talk about him. He is injured and um oh there it is he is injured and we'll have to talk about what happened to him also news of course uh, all over the world about uh football the nation's league is playing um uh, we also got news uh about tomorrow's game between the united states men's team against saudi arabia also cristiano ronaldo had a great great gesture with a young young lad and we're going to take a look at that and see what the goat what the uh what cristiano did the goat according to some people the goat according to other people is messi maradona pele who cares um southgate they want to replace him they want to replace southgate english people are mad outraged at the fact that southgate sucks as a manager apparently according to them uh, over in europe over in england there's outrage about what he's doing to the team. By the way, uh, Jude Bellingham is stepping towards a Real Madrid move. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it all here in this match. Like I said, we're gonna speak about the United States men's team a little bit a little bit longer. Uh, but anyways, there's a lot of news. This is the news roundup. Oh, oh, my football on YouTube. Oh, my football on Twitch. Soccer talk on the podcast on Spotify, etc. Thank you so much for staying. Let's get to it. All right, we are here, ladies and gentlemen, to talk about what uh, is occurring, what's happening with the United States men's team. Um, of course, as you guys know, the, the U.S. lost against Japan uh, the other day, and it was horrible last Friday. And it was just horrible. It was horrible. And uh, But I was, I was already, you know, I gave my opinion on that match and what happened, what I think happened uh, on Greg Berhalter's uh, decisions and all that. And so there's no point really on going back and just beating the dead horse. It happened. It is what it is. There's nothing you can do about it. So for now, we can move on 
and see what's happening. Of course, there is a little bit of bad news when it comes to the U.S. soccer. Reggie Cannon suffers a setback and adds to the injury crisis. Um, that's not, you know, that, that's not good news. The, the U.S. Has, has a lot of bad news. Now, there is one positive thing. <clears throat> there is one positive thing. I'm still not 100% yet over this virus, over this cold. I'm still coughing, and uh, hopefully I can keep talking longer than 15 minutes uh, on this podcast. And and uh, But here's the deal. Here's the deal with the United States team. There's a positive. Greg Berhalter came out today, and he said that Pulisic is going to play. He said that he's going to be a starter in tomorrow's match against saudi arabia so that that's a positive thing okay that's a positive thing there I, of course like everybody else i think i think he is going to be top and very important he's going to be key key and important for this team to succeed not only in these friendly matches who really don't really it doesn't they don't matter what matters is the world cup this is a preparation match, so we're going to see how he is uh, now. Uh, now that the, the team is back, that he's back on the team, rather, and we'll we'll see how he, you know, uh, how he plays with his teammates. The fact of the matter is, the United States is pretty hurt. They have a lot of injuries. Okay, they have a lot of injuries, and hey, man, at some point you just got to do what you got to do, and there, there's no more complaining. You know, uh, we're going to have a, a, a few audio pieces of what's been going on, going on in ESPN and all these other big platforms. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, on Tuesday, um, oh, I'm sorry, I'm reading it literally. Right back Reggie Cannon will miss the United States last World Cup warm up against Saudi Arabia on Tuesday because of uh, growing pain becoming the latest addition to the team's lengthy injury list. So we're going to, you know, we're going to talk about it. Who are the U.S. missing? The, U the U.S. is missing Timothy Weah. I'm just, I'm just going to say how I feel like it's pronounced, okay? Don't, don't get so mad at me. One of the most important ones is Eunice uh, Musa. Musa is very important for this team, man. A very, very important. I, I want to see something real quick. U.S. against Japan. And uh, we're going to see one thing really quick. Uh, when it comes to the midfielders, Musa has no replacement on this team. Luca De La Torre was probably the one replacing him. Okay? And he didn't play good at all. He didn't play like his daddy at all. He didn't play good at all. And, and that, that's the point right there, that Musa, he's just not replaceable. I, I think he needs to be in this team. That's just bottom line. Chris Richards, another one. Anthony Robinson, uh, also Zach Steffen, Christian Roldan, and Cameron Carter Vickers. He's also, uh, they're also injury prone. Uh, the injuries right now, the people, the players that have to be out. Now, Berhalter said Friday it was unclear whether Chelsea's man Pulisic will cover from and will recover from an uh, unspecific injury in time to face Saudi Arabia. Now, news coming in today to the Oh My Football World and Soccer Talk is that he will play. And he will play. There's another player that's going to play as well, but um, 
oh, a player that's going to miss the World Cup, period, is Miles Robinson, of course, with a torn Achilles. He's not going to be able to recover in time. By the way, the United States are going to play in Murcia, Spain. Um, they're going to play there in the Spanish uh, city. And I would have liked to go on and watch the game. I would have liked to go uh, watch, you know, the the games myself if they were here in the United States. I was, I was uh, you know, a little taken back by the fact that they went to Europe. I don't think it adds anything to it. I think it is the closestness when you go to those places, you probably have a better chance to play a, a tougher team. I don't think, I think Japan is a tougher team. It's a tough team now after the fact, uh, because before I really thought that the United States had a pretty good chance of beating Japan and looking over Japan. I know that's the arrogance in me, I guess you can say, but I did think that would, I, I thought that would be, you know, I think that, that that match would have been a good match to um, to announce. Hey, we're the United States, and we're here. And we're gonna be. We we we're gonna we're gonna have to play other teams um, in order to to for us to match up against them, and not Japan. And clearly, Japan beat beat us like a drum. And clearly, once again, I want to apologize to the. Japanese people because they beat us like a drum and uh but I'm gonna say it was a poor poor performance by the United States and I think it was more of the poor and lack of personality of the United States poor play lack of personality that that's the reason why we lost um okay Joe Scali DeAndre Yedlin they're gonna be on the bench uh Serginho Des started for the U.S. against Japan in Dusseldorf. I think uh, Yedling is going to have to get a few more minutes, man. I think I think Yedling is going to have to get a few more minutes because we, we need something. We need, we need something to – we need to wake them up, man. We need to wake these guys up because they're asleep. They're asleep. And if they keep playing like that, they're not, gonna, they're not even going to advance the group stage. They already said it on ESPN, and I concur. They're not going to pass – they're not going to pass. Uh, oh, listen to me. It's bad news, man. If they keep playing like that. And uh, I think this next match, then this next match against, against uh, Saudi Arabia is going to be a match where they get the, where I think Greg Berhalter should put the exact, the closest lineup that he can get to where, uh, to the lineup that's going to play and debut uh, in the World Cup. Because I'm telling you, he, he needs to get it done. And the problem, I think, with Burhalter is that he keeps coaching this team as if it were a club. And there's huge differences there. And I don't think he's realizing that. You know, I think he's a good coach. I think he's a good manager. But I don't think he's getting, I don't think he's getting it across. I don't think he's understanding what's been asked of him. And that is the the main line, the bottom line. You know, he needs to understand, hey, man, this is not a club. This is not a club at all. And uh, you need to you need to figure out, you know. And the, the problem is not everybody can be a national team coach. And here's why. Simply because you don't have time. And so you need to be a manager 
that can do a lot in less amount of time. That is the fact of the matter. You need to be that type of coach. And I don't think Berhalter has proven that so far. I mean, I have to I have to say that. I don't think I don't think he's um you know I don't I don't think he's proven to be that guy. I mean, trust me. I, I wish he would be. But uh I don't think he's and, and now with the injuries, I think I think the fact of the matter is that these injuries are leaving him with no choice, no no choices to make, no no simple choices to make. And at this point, you don't need somebody that, that can make simple choices. You need somebody that can take over, that can be a manager, that can make the tough decisions. I don't know if Berhalter is that guy. At the end of the day, I've said it a million times. He's not going to go anywhere. He is there. He's there. I mean, there's nothing to do. He's, he's not going to be sacked you know it is what it is so at this point we we just need to support him and follow along along with him so now you got all these injuries that's that's a big setback i'll admit that and at the end of the day <clears throat> that that's that's what it is um there's nothing else to it there's nothing else to it but i just don't see but I, but i have to say what i think and to be honest i don't see anything that makes you think okay we're going to towards the right direction. Or we lost the game against Japan 2-0. Tremendous plays by the Japanese. We played, but where we played with a sense of urgency. We played with in character. We played, we know what we want. Man, I can't tell you none of that. I cannot tell you none of that. Because simply the fact of the matter is the US, I didn't know what the hell they were playing. The US played like they've been. Like the rest of the world thinks the U.S. plays thinking, thinking like, you know, like we have no idea about soccer. We have no idea about football. We don't know how to play. We're so we don't know anything about the sport so much that we call it soccer and not football. So that's what the rest of the world thinks. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I'm a, I, I uh, manage a lot of podcasts in Spanish of football. And trust me, that's what people think. So that's how bad we played against um, against Japan. And we have to change that somehow, some way. It has to be done, man. It has to be done. Now, all we know is time is running out for the United, United States men's team. Um, players are hoping for a World Cup uh, call-up. Some players, others uh, have just, you know, not... They gave up on the hope. Um, the problem, the thing is, though, rumors from uh, from inside the the I don't want to say clubhouse, but the players, nobody's panicking yet. Nobody thinks, you know, no, nobody's they they don't notice a sense of urgency within the United States soccer, and that's said by Jeff Carlisle, uh, the U.S. soccer correspondent, and he said clearly um, that. There's there's really not a sense of we need to fix this right now or else uh, in the United States. It's uh it's pretty calm and we're just gonna they're they're going with the flow. That's what the rumors and that's what the news coming from Murcia, uh, Spain are where the United States team is. And uh, man, I don't know. I think there is there needs to be a sense of urgency. 
Hercules Gomez, a guy that played in the United States man's team, Mexican guy, American guy. He said it clearly. If this team, this team doesn't have a sense of urgency. They clearly don't. I mean, they clearly don't. Come on. You know what I mean? And, and that is the 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 that is what sucks about this. They, 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 there's really nothing. That's the worst part. Let me just say it like that. When your team has no sense of urgency, oh, man. That's a bad deal, bro. When they don't have a sense of urgency, it's a wrap. Let me tell you why it's a wrap. You can't fix that. You cannot fix people not caring. And I'm not going to say for sure that the United States players don't care about what happened. I think they do care. Because at the end of the day, is there behind that don't go to the World Cup? Or is there behind that gets eliminated, sadly, in the World Cup? I think they do care. You know what I mean? But, man, you got to show it on the floor. You got to show it on the pitch. And they're not doing it so far. So that's why Carlisle said was was reporting in ESPN that uh, – let me, let me read it. Let me read it right there, and I can share it with you guys so you guys can read it. If you're live on Twitch, by the way, you can follow us on Twitch at Oh My Football with three L's at the end on Twitch. You can follow us Oh My Football also on YouTube. We put a lot of content there. And um, of course, the podcast Soccer Talk right here. We're on both platforms, both channels, rather. Soccer Talk and Oh My Football live informing you guys of what's going on. Um, so, oh, by the way, that's an old match picture, man. What are. What are we doing here? By the way, since we're going to change the mat match picture right now, I want to show you what the match picture will be. And it's this one right here, the watch along live between United States and Saudi Arabia. You can join us on YouTube and Twitch also. We're going to do the watch along live, and we're going to hey react to the match the way you want it, raw. Uh, and uh, you can join us also and comment and just watch watch the match along with us um by the way by the way let me see this i would like to know what you guys think also man i, I need to know what you guys think and you guys can let me know uh if you're listening on spotify if you're on twitch of course you can comment but if you're listening on spotify leave us a voice message or go to one of the platforms and, and just leave us a voice message and see see we want to see what you think we want to see definitely what you think uh, of what's going on with uh, with the United States man's team uh, for sure because th this is, is a it's a debate man it's a debate it's definitely a debate um, let me fix the text here okay so don't forget the watch along between the, the United States and Saudi Arabia live on YouTube and on Twitch. Follow us at, at Oh My Football with three L's. Oh My Football three L's. The name might change in the future uh, to Soccer Talk, but for right now, that's what it is. Oh My Football three L's at the end on Twitch and YouTube. By the way, let me let me read it um, <clears throat> literally. Uh, for most players. For those bubble players, the approach center on the well-worn player adage of controlling the controllables 
though there are some different flavors to their strategy. U.S. defender Sam Vines opts for being hyper-focused on present in the hope that soccer, that the soccer gods, well, Burhalter and Burhalter, uh, will beneath bequeath uh, him in with a roster spot. It's a dream to go to the World Cup, he said. I've been dreaming of it since I was born. Vine stole the ESPN. Also, he said, but you can control, but you can only control so much and you have to, to work as hard as you can and hope that's enough to get you on the squad. I will try to focus on the day to day. Today, we have been training. Next, we have, next day, we have training. Next day is a game. I, I just try and take it day by day and not overthink anything. Um, I know my reading sucks, but but here's the deal. Do I have an issue with him? Of course not. He needs to say what he needs to say. I mean, he's not going to say, yeah, we're freaking out, man. No, he's going to take it easy. Um, so the, the, the point is not for him to say what he thinks or what I want him to think live to ESPN. No, I want to hear i want to hear what he needs to say what he really feels i want to see it on the pitch i want to uh, i want to see it on the pitch because that's where it matters not to espn that doesn't matter um or any other media media source so on the pitch that's where it matters man and that's where everybody wants to see it so i think that's what we need to we need to focus on but i, I really wanted to to hear what uh what um let me see this. Maybe we can get some. Uh, some words of wisdom by Burhalter about Reggie Cannon's uh, setback. Maybe. Hard to see. No, I don't think, I don't think, I have to watch this whole damn ad. Every website I go to, man, it's crazy. I know they're going to make their money, but geez. Okay, let's listen to what Hercules Gomez said about the team and see if we can relate and if we agree. Well, of course, I got to unmute it. Personality. But if I'm a player in that locker room and I hear no personality, more personality, mm -hmm. shots fired, my man. Does it bother you, or is it actually what you need to be hearing right now? A little of both, clearly but it should not... bother you. And if it doesn't bother you, guess what? You're You've not got no personality. Cup. Right, right. My father always told me, on Ooh, the day, one of those. <laughs> on the day, technically you can be off. Right. Tactically you can be off. Everybody has these bad days. But that personality he's talking about right there, that's the effort. That's the commitment to the cause. If that's missing, yeah. wow. And there's some stuff, I think, in this game that you just you figure you will not get away with at a World Cup. The first half especially, sloppy, lots of turnovers. I know we focused on the back, but I think also out of midfield. Like, Japan took advantage of the few opportunities that they had, but you all go up against better and better competition, what you're going to be seeing in a World Cup. And that's going to be very, very difficult. If the U.S. plays like that, they're not getting out of the group. No, they're not getting out of the group if you play like that. And... If you're England, if you're Wales, mm -hmm. if you're Iran, you're salivating at the mouth of what you just saw, the performance. Because they just 
giving you a blueprint sure. of how you can make the U.S. men's national team cough up the ball, which is yeah. the recurring theme of this match. But it wasn't just that they were sloppy hurt. They weren't dangerous. Zero well, shots on you goal. Be dangerous yeah. if you're constantly. Well, here's the deal. I do agree with everything that um, that Hercules Gomez said. And the, the stats, I mean, they're showing stats here for the the match against uh, against Japan, the first half against Japan. And I know that the stats are horrible. So, I mean, to go over that, there's no point. Uh, we did that after the game. And we just know the U.S. sucked it all in general. And I do agree that if the United States plays like that for um, for in the World Cup, then there is nothing to do. They're going to come back like always or like most of the time in the group stage and looking sad. So we definitely we definitely want to change that. We don't wanna wanna keep that. We wanna keep going, we wanna we wanna move, we wanna move forward. So um once again I reminded you the United States men's team against Saudi Arabia live watch along on the YouTube channel and Twitch channel at Oh My Football with three L's at the end. And you can look us up on YouTube and Twitch. Once again, uh, that is where we're at. We're gonna keep on going, man. We're gonna keep on going because we got we got a lot to talk about. Uh, mercy, mercy, mercy. There's an article here by 90 Minutes saying uh, United, States, United States men's team clearly need to improve before World Cup, says Berhalter. But that's an understatement. Uh, that's definitely an understatement. But some of the things that Berhalter uh, talked about, we can read it here. Um... But of course, if you're listening to, we'll read it and I will do a better job at reading. He said, we've got work to do. We clearly need to improve, but overall, really good experience for this team. Now, I have a problem with. Uh, I have a problem with some of this, some of this statement, because he says, the but overall, really good experience for this team, bro. Stop all that, man. It's not necessary because you, you're, you're easy. You're going easy on the terrible loss that this team suffered against Japan. And, and there's no, there's none of that. There can't be any of that. You need to be tough, man. Tough, 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 tough. I mean, we, we got to We, we know that this, this world cup qualifiers for, for the United States was, was, was really not that good. So let's just keep it 100. Let's just keep it 100, man. He, he's, I mean, you know, it wasn't that good. But then again, we're not, we're going to go, we're not going to go back to the fact that he, he shouldn't be a coach of the United States. We can't go back to that because we, we don't go anywhere. So we're going to keep on going by the fact, by, by these sayings after the match. He said, give Japan a lot of credit. I think they played a good game and they gave us a hard time. I think at times we were well in the match and performing well. But overall, over 90 minutes, we could have we could have been better. It wasn't good enough. Clearly, it wasn't good enough, Greg. That is an understatement once again. Now, it's okay because, I mean, he needs to say what he needs to say, I guess. Um my, my, I have a problem with him saying give Japan a lot of credit. Yes, of course, you got to give Japan a lot of credit. But the fact of the matter is the United States played horrible. And that's the reason why we lost. That's the reason why we lost. 
So, yeah, they gave you a hard time, but where the defense was all over the place, all over the place, and that is a problem. He also said, I don't know if the proximity of the World Cup has anything to do with it, but the guys didn't look fresh, and from a physical output, we just looked a step behind, said Greg, and then it's difficult. A team like Japan will punish you. Again, I don't think it's so much Japan. I do think the team didn't seem didn't seem well physically. They seemed tired, but more so to me, they seemed they seemed like they didn't know what the hell they were doing. That's my point of view. At the end, he said the adjustment in the second half helped give us more control of the game. Gave us more passes between the lines. But in the first half, I think it was just a lack of comfort on the ball. Silly giveaways. That's that, 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 I agree with that. I agree with that. Silly giveaways. The, the U.S. was giving the ball away way too easy. And uh, we'll, we will see if all these things, all these things right here, if they continue with Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is not a good team. Let's just keep it real. But I do need to see if we're changing the U.S. Because the loss against Japan is all U.S. related. It's the United States of America's fault. Not Japan. Japan was good. They, they took advantage of the opportunity. But it's the United States. So I want to see if that changes. The lack of personality, the lack of defense, the lack of the lack of physicalness, I guess you can say, I don't know. But we'll see if that if that if that goes well. We'll see. Those were the things that Burhalter was saying. Okay. I mean, we'll see what it is. We'll see. By the way, once again, tomorrow the match starts at 1 p.m. Central Time in the United States. They're playing in Murcia, Spain. Also, um, you know, we're going to do the watch along on YouTube and Twitch as well. So please join us. And uh, let's move on. Let's move on to some other news here. Um, let's talk a little bit about the. Yeah. International soccer, baby. Uh, what are the matches for today? Monday. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of games, man. A lot of games. By the way, England turning back the game against Germany. Oh man, Deutschland. Germany couldn't hold on to the loss to to the victory rather. So they definitely um, had some issues there. England had to win. They definitely had to win. Um, let's see. Let's keep going here. I'm gonna share my screen. That way, you guys, if you're joining us on live, you can follow through. Um, the United States Nation League football returns to a screen today, Monday, 26 September. A match day for England. They beat Germany 3-2, to two, I believe. Um, let me see how it's going here. It's the updated version right here. See, oh, 3-3. Three, three. Oh, 3-3. Three, three. They ended up tying Germany. Oh, yeah. Harry Kane, penalty, and then Havertz. Oh, boy. Havertz, Havertz, Havertz. 
Good job, my brother. Okay, now we go to Italy. Italy beating Germany or Hungary. And uh, Portugal tomorrow plays against Spain. Denmark with France. Denmark won. Oh, man. Denmark won 2-0, boy. What's up with France? Key match here. Uh, oh, you guys can't see my mouse. Well, now you can. Hey. Come on. Don't do this. There we go. You can't see my mouse? Oh, what? What are y'all doing, man? Okay. Anyways. Anti ways. Portugal and Spain. Key match. 1.45 p.m. tomorrow. Of course, we're not going to be doing that one. That would have been a good match to to do a watch along. However, um, however, we got we got the match between the U.S. Man, there's something, some things we cannot give up, and that is the great match between the United States man team. We're going to be following along and doing our thing um, on that one. So, next match is San Marino, Estonia. Today, today 4-0 Estonia, uh, Romania, uh, also against Bosnia and Herzegovina. Herzegovina. Yep, they win. It would have been nice to see. Let's see what. Uh, oh, yeah. This is the copyright world. Oh, I hope we don't get. I hope we don't get. Uh, Okay, let's see. That's the that's the highlights. Oh no, who was that? This is by the way, England and Germany. Great save by Ter Stegen, man. Look at that. Nice kick low. Ter Stegen. Do you think, my brother? Okay. Germany touching the ball, playing it. Who is that? Oh, that's nice. That's close. Oh, that's uh what's his name? No, that's not Kimmich. That's uh, the other guy, about the same age. Um, ooh, is that a penalty? No, that's not a penalty for Germany. That's Musala. Musala. I like I like that uh, jer jersey in England, man. Oh, Walker. Oh, it is penalty. Boomba down low to the corner by Gundogan. Impossible, man. You cannot save those in Germany. Deutschland playing, taking over. Now my man got it over there on the left side. Come on, shoot it. Oh, who that is? Boomba. Ooh, KKK. Havertz. Do it, my brother. Boomba. Beautiful goal, man. You cannot. I'm telling you, man, you cannot save those to save your life, literally. Oh, but you leave it. Oh, my. That's a goal, man. Yeah, there we go, England. Do it for the queen. Now do it for the king of England. There's Stegen messed up. Oh, no, 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 no. Who that is? Man, that's a goal and a half, boy. Hey, Ter Stegen could have got it, though. He could have definitely got it, man. Oh, yeah, that's a penalty. That's a hole. That's a slash right there, man. That's a hammer. Harry Kane, do it for the king, do it for the queen. Harry Kane, screaming goal as usual. 
at the 83rd minute. Very well kicked penalty, but at the 87th, oh no, Harvard, 86. Oh, he was offside. No, that's that's the one, right? Oh, but that's a bad bounce, bro. That is just a bad, bad bounce. Oh, do it. Is that Sterling? Or no? Do it. Get famous. Oh, no way. He saved it? Yes. Ter Stegen. If he would have clipped his nails, he wouldn't have never gotten that. And Southgate, what are you hugging him for, man? Oh, my gosh. I hate coaches hugging the other coach when they tie you up. Shut the hell up. Stop hugging. And go coach, man. Especially when you have a horrible team. And you can't get your team to play good. Stop doing all that crap. Come on, dude. Anyways. Oh, we're going to watch Denmark against French. Or French. I mean, France. I guess we can do that. We got time. We got time. To everybody listening on Spotify, we definitely are watching the highlights of today's matches. My production team is one of a kind. They want they want me to show you guys teams that won. But when it comes to the U.S., they don't want to show me nothing. That's good. Hey, good to see my man. Um, they went and had a heart deal going. Christensen. Good deal, man. But Denmark beating France, man. That's a that's not usual. Let's just say that. That's not a usual thing to uh to see. Um we're gonna take that off and see if we hopefully we don't get any copyright problems. Oh no way, that's ten minutes, man. We're not gonna watch this whole highlights. Yeah, we're not going to watch that. That's too much. We can watch the ones, um, these ones. Oh, but we don't have, uh, we don't have highlights for that, but I'm not going to watch a 10-minute video on Denmark France. Come on. I think France is good, but it's not that good for me to waste my time like that. Man, I have no idea why my camera keeps deactivating. No idea. But anyways, Nations League, you know, it is what it is. That's what happened. Oh, by the way, let's watch Cristiano Ronaldo. He, I guess he had a nice, kind, hey. nice, kind gesture. Oh, there's a little boy right there, and they're like, come on, man. The bodyguard is like, come on, man, you little guy. You're probably trying to blow the building up. And Cristiano... Let him come to him. Angelo. Tell him, hey, buddy. Oh, he's crying. He's crying. He wants a pen. Come on. Give him a pen, man. That's nice. I, I will give him that. That's nice. Man. That's nice. Somebody give him a damn pen. Oh, he's going to take him to the crib. Oh, Cristiano going to take him to the crib? Oh. Oh, he got a pen. Okay. I was about to say, man. Oh, another hug. That's great. 
That's great. Well, good, good. Good for Cristiano, good for the young man, and uh, that's good. That's a good deal. Oh, hey, by the way, uh, what's his name? Retired, ain't he? Uh, Federer. That's good. <laughs> Look at that. Mbappé overtakes Ronaldo and Messi as highest earning player. No shit. What are you talking about? That don't mean he was better than them. Hell no. By the way, we were speaking about the English team, and um, Southgate replaces. Who replaces Southgate? They're talking about it in England. Football 365 or Football 365, F365. Want to know who's going to replace Southgate? The man ain't even out yet. Well, you see the main one, Pochettino, right there on the middle. Uh, man, Argentinian people are going to be mad as hell if an, if, an, if an Argentinian coach takes over an English coach. If you know about history, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but uh, so you want Southgate sacked? Who's next? Really? Who? We've assessed why the candidates might be the next England manager and why they wouldn't. They put a why they would, why they wouldn't here on one football. And I'm not going to read all this uh, crap, but Mauricio Pochettino might be one. Eddie Howe might be another one. Um, Steve Cooper. Brandon Rogers. Brandon Rogers could, man. I'm telling you. I think he has a big chance. And it wouldn't surprise me if Pochettino became it, became the coach. It would definitely not surprise me. But uh hey, it is what it is. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. By the way, next move for Real Madrid, knowing that this podcast used to be called the Real Madrid Talk. Jude Bellingham is stepping towards a Real Madrid move. Um uh, he, apparently, he's a summer tag target for them. Uh, according to uh, Jose Felix Diaz, um, journalist in Spain, Jude Bellingham is Real Madrid's primary target for the 2023 summer transfer window. Los Blancos signing in recent years have reflected the club's policy shift. And what happened to... Okay. With the 14-time Champions League winners uh, acquiring young talent to be developed over time, as demonstrated by the acquisitions of Vinicius Jr., Rodrigo Goes, Fede Valverde, Aurelien Chumani, uh, have Real Madrid been in touch with the player? As Marca reported previously, Real Madrid have been eyeing Bellingham since before the midfielder joined Borussia Dortmund in 2019. The club first made contact with the player in 2022 um, when unsure if Chumani would agree to join. The added financial burden of possibly of possibly signing Mbappé as well was another reason why Madrid held off uh, their desire to sign the English midfielder. Therefore, they didn't go along with him. Now, Real Madrid asked Bellingham not to renew with Dortmund. They asked him apparently not to uh, not do anything with them while Real Madrid eventually completed the transfer uh, to of Chumini. The club also asked Bellingham and his representatives not to renew with that team, with the European team, uh, the German team, rather, Dermot, um, despite being pressured to extend his contract, of course. Modric, Cross, and Ceballos 
all out of contract for Real Madrid. So this player is, is well, I mean, of course, he's a young player. So, you know, all these, the rest of these, except for Ceballos, they're old as dirt with Modric and Cross. So you got that expectation that they're probably going to sign him. So we'll see what happens there. But it's, it's some news roundup right there. We're rounding up the news, you know. And with that being said, that is the last one of this uh, episode of the podcast and uh, of Soccer Talk. Soccer Talk, all my football, all in these platforms, of course. So thank you so much once again. This is it. Hopefully the United States men's team win tomorrow against Saudi Arabia. We'll see how they perform. That's the most important part, how they perform. And uh, honestly, that's that, that that's what needs to be. We just need to check how these players actually fare off and not so much on the outcome of the match. doesn't matter if the U.S. wins. If they play good, that should be good enough. So, well, uh, thank you guys again for listening to the podcast. If you're on the on Spotify, on iTunes, on uh, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, thank you so much again. You guys are the, the base of this audience. So thank you, thank you, thank you for, again, following. We will see how this episode goes. And if anything, we probably have to, re if, if you guys don't follow us along, uh, with this new concept, we'll probably have to go back to the bases. Hopefully you guys do though. Hopefully you guys like other teams and other news other than just Real Madrid. So thank you guys again. My name is Chris Rodriguez. That's it. We'll see you guys at the watch along. Remember tomorrow at 30 minutes before the game, we're going to be live doing the watch along between the United States men's team and Saudi Arabia. Thank you so much for listening and watching on Twitch. We'll see you guys next time.